going on, everybody? Cypher and Chronicles in the building. First and foremost, we want to say shout out to everybody that's in the building right now. Whatever city you're from, we appreciate you coming through. The true, the true listeners are gonna, they're gonna love this. They're gonna stick around. (laughs) They're gonna stick around today, foot cam or not. We're not doing foot cam today, so if you came for the foot cam, well then, we got plenty of them on the channel. But you know, today we're coming with the fire topics and everything. Hey man, we're here to pod, you know? We're here for nothing else other than the pod, so... You know, for all the people that really rock with us and appreciate all the the talking points and everything, hey man, what's going on? But I do want to say that me and Stella made the decision that y'all need to get on that Patreon, man. That Patreon is about to be real active with the foot cam, so make sure you all, um, you know, start looking into that. Just type in Cyphering Chronicles if you want to, you know, really, really check out the foot cam because that's where we're going to start moving the foot cam episodes. And and not to mention, man, we do got the the memberships and everything for the foot cam as real as well. So you know, don't don't sleep on that. But before we really truly get into the pod, a word from. I muted myself. A word from the sponsor. (laughs) If you are looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry, you'll fall in love with Yoga Bling Boutique. Our unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn. Visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings, anklets, and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove. We are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. Shout out to Yoga Bling Boutique as usual. And if you are a potential sponsor of the pod... Holler at us in the DMs. So what's going on with you tonight, Miss Stella the Bella? First of all, I want to say um, thank you to Jay Wynn for the heels. Um, I appreciate them. And I will wear them. Just not tonight. I I don't know if you guys un- like understand the cost of like upkeeps and pedicures and um it's fucking expensive and i was i've been doing it every two weeks this entire year i've never ever kept my feet up like that in my life um and you know people have offered to pay i've had a couple of them paid for but outside of that that shit has been coming out of my pocket and that's like it's too much it's it's a lot of money um so I chose not to show them tonight. And if you're just here to look at my toes and and jerk off or whatever you do with that that camera, like I apologize that there's plenty of foot cam episodes you can go uh, refer back to to get your rocks off. There sure but if is. You're I mean, here, we're on we're on episode sixty six now. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there's a Remember lot. about, I mean, we're going, we're we're in May right now, so next month like we're October. gonna be celebrating a year of the podcast. Year everybody. of the podcast, I know. Isn't that crazy? How exciting! And we I'm talking about special for that. 
consistency though i mean we every week we only potted we only did not pod one week since we started the podcast and we made up for missing that episode actually because we did the special christmas episode which was like an hour episode so Mm -hmm. really we didn't miss a beat as far as uh putting the content out there but that was the only week we didn't pod ain't that crazy And in fact, we added more. We started doing two episodes a week this year per popular uh, demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so those of you who are here because you like to join in the conversation, listen to the conversation, have an opinion about it, and enjoy the two of us as, as we are, um, we appreciate you. Yeah. Y'all are the real MVPs. Y'all are the real MVPs. Lo siento. Lo siento. Um, So, man, let's get into it today. So we don't got the little little special overlays on the the screen today, but we do got some hot topics to to go over. And Stella, she did some polls on Instagram, and it seems like she got some uh, decent interaction. So you want to talk about the polls? I got some decent interaction. Jay Wynn, if you want a preview, you can DM me on Instagram and I'll show you because you got them for me. Um, okay guys. So I saw something that kind of intrigued me earlier today. Um, it was, uh, a meme that talked about if social media and Instagram was only available or you could only access either, you know, whatever platform it is you use during business hours, like, how would you like that? And I thought that that was an interesting thing. And and I had two thoughts about it because a huge part of me that um, knows how addicting social media is, you know, for a lot of us, and and spend a lot of time on social media, I think that it would be a good thing to limit access to it. Um, but in that same with that same thing, like people don't like being controlled, right? Like if I right. couldn't access it, like that would probably make me like pissed off, right? But also is that like because I'm addicted to it or because it's a slippery slope and usually when when corporations or the power that powers that be um, implement something it's always with good intentions but kind of always gets out of control and this is this is something that can be seen across many different um like avenues right in the world um But I also thought about it as like, if it did shut down at 6 p.m., that would mean you could only access it during business hours, which you're actually supposed to be working and doing all that shit. So you would have less time really to connect. And Uh, you know what? You know, what's crazy is I'm thinking about it right now. And I think that content creators would probably get more done. You know, people like us would benefit from that because a lot of times the, the content consumers, you know, they get distracted from being addicted to looking at the phone so imagine if you couldn't do it past a certain time how productive that you'll get done past six and so that might be one of the reasons alone why they wouldn't do that and of course you know they get all of the ad revenue throughout 
24 hours of the day. So imagine if it went out at six o'clock, how much money around the clock the social medias would, would be losing out on. So I figure if they were able to find a way to be able to have that stream of income still, you know, during off business hours, they would probably do something like that. I, it would truly be great for the world. And I think that it would be beneficial just to the human, <laughs> to humans in general, you know, so that we're not just sitting there staring at the phone all day and night and what have you, man, just the thought of that alone makes me feel like it gives me like some kind of comfort. And it almost makes me realize the kind of anxiety that some people might even get. Like people were tripping out during quarantine, having to stay inside the house. So imagine if they didn't have that outlet no more, how crazy the world might go. That's that's where we are today and where everybody is mentally. Like just the thought of that alone, just I could see chaos happening. For sure. But I mean, so we've gotten used to like, okay, I am old enough to remember when I would go to anywhere, right? You don't have yeah. a cell phone. You're not, you're not talking. You don't constantly have access to people. And I think that that's what it is that would fucking trip people out. Like it would kind of scare me too, because like n- we've become so used to like having the ability to connect with people we become addicted to showing people our our fucking meals what we're doing all day every day Mm -hmm. we're so addicted to if some shit goes down we gotta like post it like world star like everybody needs to hear this and know this and and having that information at hand like right there the most up-to-date information and so like when we wake up every morning, like the first thing we do for the most part, I think everybody checks their phone, right? Right. What did I miss? What's happening? Like, what are people doing? What are people saying? What's the news? All those things. And, and I think where I was going with this is like, we, we all remember, like I, we had this, an, an episode here where we talked to the social dilemma, right? Yeah. And how like, everybody who works in social media and on these platforms, like their job is literally to find ways to keep you engaged. That's what these algorithms do. And, and what that has done that on top of what happens to your brain, when you're, when you stop reading actual books, when you stop, um, you know, just like being present and shit, like, what you don't use, you literally lose. Like your, your brain trims off like these neurons and shit that you're not using anymore. So I don't know if you notice this in yourself. And I know a lot of people know this or maybe notice or don't notice this, but it makes it hard for you to actually read a book without constantly like losing your train of thought. You're getting distracted by your Mm -hmm. own, like you can't focus. You have to reread it multiple times before you start actually focusing. Right. And like, these are all, you know, um, casualties, <laughs> like, or, you know, this is collateral damage. Like this is what has happened totally. to us. So, so from that perspective, like I think limiting social media is a great idea, but mm-hmm. also from just knowing the way of the world and the way that like corporate greed works and all this shit, and and control and governments and all that like 
it could be a slippery slope as well. Like it, it would really lack, it would really cut off our access, which could um, hurt us in the sense that like we wouldn't be aware of some of the shit that happens until it's mm-hmm. too late. You know what I mean? We wouldn't be able to like um, uh, gather and, That's one and of the rally the right troops there. and shit. Definitely. You know? Like, so that, like that, that rocket that was supposed to just land somewhere, like nobody would have known about that rocket. Right. Like had that rocket from China, what have you, like ended up landing in the actual city or something and not in the ocean. Right. <laughs> like We kind of need social media for things like that right there. Yeah. Like, they'll shut down all of the media and everything for us to find right. things like that out. Like, well, I'm sure like if it came to like emergencies and everything, they'll probably give you like some kind of alert, right? You know, some kind of like instant alert to your phone kind of like that one time when when trump sent out alerts to everybody's phone and it was telling everybody this is like some kind of national emergency but this is a test or whatever yeah. remember that um i don't think i got that phone you didn't, you didn't that get message. that text or it wasn't even a text it was like an alert like an actual iphone oh alert. i think it was an alert oh remember there was that one that was like from hawaii or some shit like yeah, you remember that one, one. Yeah. yeah um yeah, exactly. so I don't know. I, I let like I feel a few ways about it. I think that ultimately what just needs to happen is people need to to learn to have some self-control and some discipline. And and mm-hmm. that's just not easy for people. Like pe- not most people don't have the will to do that, like on their own. Yeah. And and they need somebody to tell them that they can't do do it, but mm-hmm. they don't like when somebody tells them they can't do it. So Yeah. No, where's totally. the middle ground? Like, where, how do we fix this? You know, you want to know what and my people, new discovery is? What? I know why people are so addicted to TikTok and Reels on Instagram. I, f- oh, I figured it out now that I'm using it and now that I'm putting our clips on TikTok and Reels. I, I'm starting to figure out why people love it so much because Instagram, they made it so that their algorithm with the with the usual way of posting is trash now, right? So when you mm-hmm. post a picture, it doesn't show to everybody in your, friend, in your friends group no more. The algorithm is just absolute trash, right? I and don't even, see a lot of people's shit. And then like, mm-hmm. I'll be scrolling the timeline and then yeah. it'll just cut me off and be like, people you might like to follow rather right. than the people I actually fucking follow. It doesn't show you. So the algorithm oh, is super, super jacked up on that, right? right? But if you go to Reels, the algorithm is freaking amazing. So people... They're gearing people more towards the reels because they want to get people off TikTok, right? But so mm-hmm. what my discovery is, I found out why people are so addicted to those new platforms. And it's because the algorithm is freaking fire. Like I've been posting stuff on there for our Cypher and Chronicles TikTok mm-hmm. and, you know, my own personal TikTok and then another uh, TikTok account that I have. But yeah, I know I got a lot of, a lot of different accounts, mm-hmm. but. What I'm noticing is that the algorithm is freaking fire. And I'm like, this is why people love it. They're making it easy to go viral on these platforms. And see, I wasn't using none of those platforms before because I'm just so into what we got going on on YouTube and with the podcast that I was just, you know, tunnel vision on that. But now that I'm exploring on the different platforms, I'm like, oh. I see why people are so addicted to it. Like all I want to do is make a new video now because I see what kind of interaction they're getting, even on an account that has no followers. You know, yeah. our TikTok has 10 followers right now. And by the way, go, like, go follow that. But our mine TikTok had one and I posted one TikTok video and within a day or two, it had like 600 and something views. And I had like right. seven followers. I was like, what the fuck? That's because weird. the algorithm actually is fire. I had no followers. And no uh-huh. followers before that. It was weird. 
And so that's why people are so addicted to those platforms because the they can actually go viral and they realize that the hunger to go viral, if they can make more people go viral, the more people are going to use those platforms because it gives them that, that attention, that dopamine that you're getting from the social platforms and they've mm-hmm. heightened it. It's like the new drug, right? Yeah. It's like when people were doing, uh, you know, let's, let's say Coke or whatever. And then they started doing whatever the next thing was. And they felt like it took them to another level. This is the next level social media drug right here is the fire algorithm to make you addicted. And then I've noticed patterns, right? So they give you a lot of views, like even on your first few videos on TikTok, yeah. and then they then they and pull they it back. Pull it back from you. Yep. Then they pull it I back. And then you make a few more videos. And then on your third or your fourth one, they give you views again. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm like way popping. Like what I'm doing is working. Yeah. Right. And then they probably give you more and more. And then let's say you go viral. Let's say you get Let's say you get a million views on a video or something like that. They're going to pull it back again at some point. And you're going to start getting like more of the average views, you know, a thousand, two thousand, which, you know, is actually a lot. But, you know, in terms of if you have a video that went viral, a million, you know, a million views or whatever. Now that one to two thousand is nothing. And you're like, man, what's going on? Like, like what is what you're I'm like, doing now like, working now? Yeah, like, they don't like make, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you just... Yeah, like you just you keep on wanting to create or whatever, and then you put out the next video and you you go viral again, you get that sensation again, and it keeps you attached to the platform in that kind of way. And um, not to mention, you know, if you're somebody who's not a creator, like the the quick the quick videos is what keeps you there, the 15 seconds, the 30 second clips, the one minute clip. And it's just it's just amazing to me because we're into long form content, right? We do a podcast, right. so our content is like a, an hour or two hours sometimes. Times, yeah. And and then so to to kind of explore in that world and kind of see how it's working, like I'm thinking beyond what I'm just the surface level of what I'm doing, and I'm noticing the different trends. So when you posted that poll and it's talking about taking all this stuff away at six o'clock, it just kind of like it like clears my mind. Like just the thought of that clears my mind. I'm like, wow. Like what if we really didn't have all of that kind of like how we didn't have unlimited minutes back in the day when we had cell phones. And then they said, Oh, oh at nine yeah. o'clock though, you'll be able to, you know, use you all your minutes. Call and who you want forever. Yeah. On the phone forever all night long. Yeah. Right. Because we had the ability, but then I when we didn't have it, don't call like, me till after nine. <laughs> and, but we were focused, you know, kids were probably yeah. getting homework done to like, Oh, if right. I get my homework done by well, nine o'clock, right there too. I'm going to be able to be on the phone all night. But if I don't like, you know, my mom or my dad is going to take my phone from me or whatever. Right. So imagine if it was something like that once again, but you know, everything is unlimited now and they got everybody just, you know, unlimited, everything unlimited. You can have this, have that as long as it's bringing ad revenue in for the social medias and, w- and what have you, it's just so interesting to me. And, you know, I'm super interested because, you know, we're indulged in that right now. You know, we're doing it right now. We're on live on YouTube. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we're we're contributing to that. But it's like, we also live in this world. And mm-hmm. like, if you don't adapt, you definitely like fall through the cracks or whatever. Like, I, I don't think ever, I don't think content creation is everybody's fucking, you know, should be everybody's gig. But mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I, I, I do recognize that myself. And there are times where I'm like, fuck, is this like, like 
part of me is like, okay, so we're having these conversations, you know, with people, you know, so we are in a way contributing to something that's could be good. Right. Because a lot of people lack that in their life, you know? And, but then there's the other part of me that's like, I'm part of the problem. Like I am creating (laughs) content and keeping people engaged and shit. Like, like, is this right? Should I be doing this? Like, I I have a lot of like wars with myself, like internally about what we're doing. Like, see, that's where they, that's where they get people is that, you know, they, they provide the opportunity of, of uh, a freedom, a type of freedom, like, because we want to do what we want to, we we want to do what we love for work. You know what I'm saying? So we now have the opportunity to do that as long right. as we're consistent and we're keeping engagement and doing all those things. Look, and I understand like tonight, like, hey, we don't got the foot cam. So, I mean, I don't know what the engagement's like tonight. I'm not even going to yeah. look because that's not even the concern for me tonight. But, you know, just, it's just amazing to me that, um, I don't know, like, it's just like a double, it's like a double... It- you know what I'm saying? I think it all comes down to what it always comes down to with fucking everything. And that's moderation, right? Too much right. of anything is not a good thing. Mm. So like if you could learn to and, and using things like within like intent, right? Like if we're mm-hmm. if we're not just letting the shit use us, but we're using the shit. So like we use our social media for to bring attention like the whole purpose of the of why i post as often as i post on instagram otherwise i wouldn't fucking ever post mm-hmm. like to be 1000 percent with you i wouldn't be showing people my fucking food my cat like i i honestly wouldn't do any of that i hardly ever post pictures on the feed because i'm just i don't yeah you know but yeah. i i'm constantly posting stories because it keeps engagement up and right. when i have engagement i it has it, the engagement has helped the podcast like totally and that's why i do i notice how the algorithm treats me when i when i like check out for the weekend and i don't post shit on a weekend mm-hmm. like i'll notice like going from like 300 and something people seeing my stories to like 120 yeah. like yeah. it punishes you for not using it it does it totally punishes yeah punishes you if you don't keep it consistent it like really you does to. you ever literally have started, to just post the dumbest thing like yep yep ever since i started shit. posting consistently on instagram like i'm I'm talking like my my story of viewers mm-hmm. like it's gone up greatly but yeah. if i take a day off at all no, the next like time it. i post like it is it'll show like a hundred people my my story and i have seven thousand followers on instagram Big so daddy like, algorithm don't like it. <laughs> right. And I, and sometimes I'm wondering like, man, why, if I have 7,000 people on my Instagram, why is my stories not getting like in the, you know, like three, four five thousands? Like I understand not right. everybody that's following me is going to want to check out what I'm talking about. Right. I don't get that part because why do you just not unfollow me? That's the yeah, case, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, but um, I'm just like, dang, like, why is the algorithm that way? Like, I, I'm, I'm wondering why sometimes they do some of the things they do because, yeah. um, I don't know, like, I don't know if they feel like people will just be less engaged. Like they feel like 
they're they're looking at like what people are liking, right? And then right. they're trying and to show more of that, whether they're following them or not. Them. Yep. So exactly. Yeah, man. Because then, it's always the same people who look at my shit too. Like I don't right. often times see who sees my stories. I don't mm-hmm. really have time to scroll and like check everybody out. But like you it'll show you the first few people and it's always mm-hmm. the same people. So it's like yeah. they know well, that those people are engaging in my content so they'll mm -hmm. push my content to them one thing i super appreciate though about that kind of algorithm is that normally the people that truly support your content are never your family and friends it's always people you don't know so i like that part of the algorithm that is showing it to people that probably aren't following me it's probably showing some of the content to people who are brand new people and those are the people most of the time, probably nine times out of 10 who are going to truly consume your content because it's never mm-hmm. the people that you would want. I mean, well, I mean, like, you like, not saying that we don't want those new people, but I'm yeah. saying like, sometimes you would expect like, oh, I want my family and friends to support me, yeah. but then they never do. So maybe the algorithm picks up on things like that too, you know, because content creators are not going to create if they're not getting no kind of love whatsoever and family and friends never show love. So they really don't. They do but they like to show up when you when you make it though they will show up when you do well that's when they show up like oh i always believed in you because y'all are the ones that we truly recognize well yeah we see you motherfuckers (laughs) we recognize the supporters first and foremost yeah actually but we also recognize the ones that you know they don't show no kind of love waiting for us to fail i'm i'm you know (laughs) And to those who I've invited to the slide throughs, the people that I know, the people that I actually know, I'm inviting you to the slide throughs because I want to showcase what you got going on. Like, I'm not inviting you to the podcast just for, you know, just for uh, benefits of the growth of our podcast. Yeah, of course, we want that as well. And we want to be engaging as possible, entertaining as possible. But we invite people to the podcast because we want to showcase what you got going on. So, you know, it's a compliment if we ever, you know, invited you to the podcast. And we wouldn't invite you to the podcast if we didn't believe that we could truly, um, you know, add value to what you got going on. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I've, like I said, I've reached out to people who are like, um, like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then it was like when we only had like maybe like 500 to a thousand subscribers. And then they were mm-hmm. like, oh, like, nah, like, motherfucker, you barely, you don't barely have hardly more than me. Like, why do you think you're better? You're not better. Like, people like that are so whack to me. Like, there is literally like, I don't know, like just people who think that they're going to gain something from you. And it's like, that's not even like, yeah. that's not even what we're trying to do. Like I I have invited people that I think have something to teach people or if they have a business, like maybe we can throw you some customers from this. Like why, you know what I mean? Like let's mm-hmm. help each other out. Like I know it takes a fucking village, like small businesses and shit like that. Like, like this is, this is what it is like we have to like help each other out and so oh, i got the phone line on there oh continue uh, yeah. <laughs> I meant to, there you go um i don't I know turn it on that's, at just, some point, that's just how i feel about that like 
now I'm with you, man. And and then, you know, like shout out to the people who, you know, are, you know, making great waves in the in the content world. Like like our last slide through Sonia Maya. Right. You mm -hmm. know, o over 500,000 followers on TikTok. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she wasn't came. too cool to come be on our show. She so. wasn't too cool to come be on the show. We respect you know, came it. on, kicked it, talked about some great topics, and you know, mm -hmm. and wasn't above it because she understands um what content creation is about. And it wasn't She's starting uh, from oh, the bottom. Yeah, totally. She started from the bottom. And and you know, most content creators do. So, you know, I hope that one day, you know when a new content creator reaches out, you know, I could, we could be one of those, uh, you know, one of those people that, you know, like help them build their yeah. platform. Yeah, totally. totally. So out of the, out of the 158 people, like I told you, I'm being punished right now who mm -hmm. saw the story mm -hmm. only about 42 engaged in the poll, which is okay. one of the, like the lowest numbers. I usually get a lot more engagement in my polls. Um, but 34 people said that they would be down for Instagram to only operate during certain hours. And what was the percentage of that again? That is 81% of the people that voted said yes. See, most people are, are calling for it. Most people want yeah. it. A lot of people want that, that, that real love. Once again, you know, they want that family yeah. love, that family time. Once again, where you only spoke to the people that were actually close in your life. And you know, then, the people that truly matter to you. Yeah. And then the people who who said, like, who had something more to say about it was more of the self-control, social media is addicting. Mm -hmm. um, if it were implemented, people would be more productive. And, and then someone said that they think it'd be good if it shut down like that because they mm -hmm. use social media as a crutch sometimes. So like, and that's true. Like, I'm definitely one of those people who, if I'm going through some shit, I'm going to avoid it. Avoid having to deal with anything or um, because I just can't deal with it or don't want to deal with it. Like, and I think that people will, would rather be distracted by something than like actually face whatever they have going on, you know? healing right. confronting the trauma and and dealing with the shit that's in front of them like whatever it is Not realizing all that. no they Often, i mean yes and no right oftentimes it, it actually depresses them too though it makes so. them it makes it worse yeah because your problem's not going to go away it's not going to yeah. magically go away you're just procrastinating and and you're going to eventually have to deal with it and sometimes it's even harder the longer it takes you to actually face your shit so Totally. Um, yeah. So that was that. Yeah, I don't. Social media is not always the answer. It's not always it's the answer. Chronicles podcast is. I also, <laughs> it sure is. You can count on <laughs> us. Um, I also went further um, in those for demographics for the people who said yes mm -hmm. to um, disclose their age, because I was curious if it was people more our age that were mm -hmm. down with this. Right. And versus like maybe younger people would be like, nah. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the responses were 30 and older, but there were a couple of people. The youngest was 26 that said, yeah, like we could. The younger you know. generation, they're like, no way. They're, huh? like, they're like, no, don't take gotta away have social media. Phone. Yeah. Because they never experienced what it was like without it. That's they probably never why. knew. They don't know the story of the landline. 
and they don't oh know the story gosh. of the dial-up internet and your oh inability to you use got them mail. together. Um, they just, they don't know. They don't know what that's like to be able to go to the store. And then if you fucking need to call somebody or forget something or whatever, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. You just got to drive back home and figure it out. Or if you're like your shit breaks down, you're fucked. You got to walk somewhere yeah, or wait for someone to pull over and help you. Mm -hmm. Those in those ways, I think technology is great because right. now and as a mom, like I can't imagine leaving my house and not having access to like getting a hold of my kids like that, you know? Yeah. To make sure they're okay or whatever the fuck. And and so I Yeah, in those kind of ways, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. But I don't need social media to contact my kids cuz my kids aren't allowed to have it. So I, I like I, I love it when we talk about nostalgic times. I know. And I think that's I think that's the why the age group 30 on up they truly experienced what it was like without all of the social think, medias and everything. I think they should all have to um have like kids these days they get a a cell phone at like six or eight years old right? right i don't i think everybody should have landlines again who have children and i think that your children should have to experience the landline and not be able to use the internet and the telephone at the same time i think your children should have to use a cassette to record music off the fucking radio <laughs> the way that we used to rather than downloading it on itunes I did. I have the most crack yes. and you gotta I, like re-record over it if over you wanted, it, if you wanted new, new songs. One. Yep. I think that it's like a rite of passage. I feel like they should have to do that. And a rite of passage. A rite of passage. It. Like I might implement this. Now, what I won't do though is let them download music from like a Napster or a LimeWire on my computer. Cause they're not fucking with my computer. Like, Oh man, I loved. I have to get it off the radio. Like those, those were the days right there, man. And yeah. burning CDs. Oh man. I used to have burning the most CDs, fire mixtapes. Yeah. Oh no, man. I, I think I'm just gonna, to make uh, them download some music via the radio, which sucks for my kids because they listen to my kids are like huge anime nerds. And I'm actually mm -hmm. starting to like get into anime. I never thought I'd see the day, but I am. And yeah. um, a lot of the music my kids listen to is like, I don't know. I'm kind of like perplexed. They like EDM probably, huh? It's, it's like, it's emotional EDM. Emotional EDM. It's like emo EDM. Like, hmm. I don't know how else to fucking explain it. Well, that's I don't the music know what that's the genre hot. Is. Like, that's the music that's hot these days. They like emo music. It makes me think of my dad because like when we were this age and I'm all trying to play like Mo Money, Mo Problems. Right. And my dad's like, what the fuck is this? You know, <laughs> like yeah. this isn't music. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what? Like, you're so lame. Like nobody wants to listen to ACDC dad, like chill, you know? I like, can't imagine being one of those parents that knock on the door, bang on the door, turn it down. Like, I hate that music. Like I would oh. never be that parent. Cause I love all music. And I even love, you know, the new stuff that the kids are listening to. But I remember back in the day, I mean, my parents were never like that. 
So that's probably why I would never be Maybe. like that. But like, I remember there was this this family across the street from where I grew up, and uh-huh. uh, their their family they were they were like Mormon or you know some kind of a uh, religion, and so they were more religious. And you know their son enjoyed listening to rock music, and I remember he used to have to hide his rock rock and roll cassettes and his rock and roll CDs or whatever. And then one day his dad found them and broke them all. <gasps> this is the devil, you know what I'm saying? Oh my yeah, God. That, that happened. Like his dad was Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Christ is watching. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Watch too much Simpsons. Like don't be watching Simpsons and then doing all that. Ned, come on. I don't like super hate the music that they play, but it is different and it does give me like I do have to take a moment and like I listen to the lyrics first and foremost. I'm like, who's influencing my child and what? You know? Mm-hmm. But like I do have the the moments where I let them be DJ and mm-hmm. I think since we moved back to California, like in Oregon, yeah. mm-hmm. my kids didn't really like the music I played. Like, I couldn't play my 90s hip-hop and R&B. They fucking hated it. You know, like, I could only play, like, shit I don't like to play, which is, like, right. Taylor Swift and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Can't stand that music. Um, But now that they've lived down here and they've had more access to their older brothers mm-hmm. um, who are hip to that music because, you know, me, their dad, their uncles, their, you know, their mom, they all listened to that shit because we're all of yeah. that era. Right. Um, so now if they play it, it's cool. And mm-hmm. like now my daughter's like, yeah, let's play some Bryson Tiller. Like, oh, okay. Uh, now because Bryson your Tiller brothers, now that your brothers, you know, have put you on or you allowed them to put you on, but not me. Like, it's cool. Um, Bryson Tiller's new stuff ain't all that good, but that, that don't she's song. She's still like and- into it. Yeah. She like, um, what's that one song she likes? The don't. No, it's not that I'm one. Like, don't be the sun. I that love Bryson Tiller. Um, but it was it's, it's, an, it's another song of his that I'm she back likes. and I'm better. I want you this ever. That's a slap. <laughs> yeah. Man, we need some more and like, like, yeah, I liked those songs. But um but like I said, now my kids are more like our road trip to Oregon, like mm-hmm. My daughter, she's like, she's like, she likes Kalani now. And she like, you know what I mean? Like, she likes this shit that I'll listen to. And you like how I'm sending you those slaps, huh? Well, a couple of them. Uh, that, what? Artist, that artist, by the way, never, never responded to me. So shame on you, artist. Which artist? Oh. It, was a, it was a dude. I ain't going to say his name. Oh, got pod, you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, too he cool was like, he, no, he was too cool. Yeah, he only had Wait, like cool, we're too cool followers. for you. Like, chill, bro. I was trying to, I was trying to help you out. Like, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm totally down to be on a podcast. And then, see, see, guys, see, that's the thing about the foot cam is that I think that sometimes the foot cam might make some of the guests that we can be having on the pod. It kind of makes them like, I don't know, but you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, we 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 do what we do, so it is. Yeah. What it is. Well, that is, but that is the thing. So, like, I, this is my dilemma with the whole foot cam thing. Um, first of all, the the whole reason that I was down to do it was because, first of all, the people seemed to enjoy it, yeah. right? And 
And I know that there's a lot of like shame towards the foot fetish community. And I, I mean, I think I've said all this before, but I'll say it again. Um, and I felt like I was doing my part to help it be a positive thing and like in maybe normalizing it a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think it's weird to have a foot fetish, but I think some of the people who have foot fetishes are fucking weird to me. Like the way that they talk to me or interact with me is like very off putting. And, and so it, that piece kind of makes me like, yo, that like, this is not aligning with like my core values. And it's not like that I'm like, I've been accused of by that other podcast of like using the foot fetish community to build whatever. And like, that's not fucking true. Like that couldn't be further from the truth. Cause honestly, at this point, the foot cam is more hindering than helping because it is putting off people who would otherwise listen. And, and, but I, yet I continue because I had committed to this and, but in all honesty, in all honesty, a lot goes into, to showing you guys my feet. Like I'm the kind of chick where like, if I'm going out into the world, like I try to, be on my game. You know what I mean? Like, and it costs a lot of money to keep up feet. Like, I don't think you guys really, like I live in Southern California. My rent is $2,500 a month for a tiny ass apartment. Um, I'm a single mom. I have one source of income. I don't, I'm not like pimping my toes out on the internet. I, I totally could be, you know, I do get offers, but that in an, of itself is a full-time fucking job constantly trying to I like I've tried it and I'm really bad at it like I'm trying to take pictures of my feet it's not just like a, oh you know it that's not how that works it has to be it has to look like aesthetically pleasing and and that isn't always possible I have kids in my house 24 7 because they are not in full-time school you know so like they don't need to be seeing me taking pictures of my feet for random dudes on the internet. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's that piece too. And, and then when I do show my foot in the cam, you guys have seen a lot of the comments and the people who come in here just fucking like being mad disrespectful. And like, yes, I could just be like, nah, I'm not going to fucking pay attention to that. It's really hard to not pay attention to that though. When it's like, I try to tell her that, but she's like, It's hard not to because like you're taking you're coming onto my shit where I'm like where I put my heart and soul into like creating content and then you're going to come shit on me because why because you can't fucking bust your nut unless I curl my toes like that's disgusting to me like I'm not here for you to fucking like jerk off on like that's not what I'm doing so that that part of me is like is like I'm I want to chill on the foot cam like because I don't feel like it's serving me and I, it's no longer a positive thing for me and 
we really, I like, I need to protect my energy. Like y'all know that I went into like a whole ass depression just recently for like several weeks, something fierce. And, and then with that added to it, like that wasn't helping me. And so like, if I can't establish these boundaries, like what am I doing? Like I'm, I'm, it's going to make me hate the podcast. And like, that's the last thing that I'm going to allow strangers to fucking do to me. So, uh, like that's just where I'm coming from. And I hope you guys can understand. Um, I'm sorry if that's what you were here for. Like I said, refer to previous videos, go off. But as of right now, that's not serving me. And so I'm going to, I'm going to chill on that. Yeah, man. And, and, and we, we got a lot of, you know, different ideas and plans for the channel because we, we do realize we've built an audience of people that do enjoy the foot cam. So, you know, like we, we got some ideas, but I mean, the reason why this podcast in particular, number 66 is called here to pod, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to pod. We're here to have a good time with the topics and conversations and everything and and just talk about that. I mean, it's a show overall. So, you know, there's always going to be new ideas, more content, just different styles of entertainment because we're never going to stop creating. But I mean, me as the co-host of this show, I could only respect her wishes and, you know, make sure that she's happy and enjoying the podcast as well, because this is what we're going to be doing. And we both treat Cyphering Chronicles podcast with as much respect as possible. So, you know, like, and, I, and I'm with you, Stella. Like, I mean, I'm all about the energy, too. And I and I love creating great energy, keeping good energy, great energy. And, you know, that's what I'm all about as well. And I mean, man, like, so as long as as long as you're protecting your energy, I mean, that's, that's what I'm about too. So we're eye to eye on that. And, you know, if it, if it means that certain people won't watch it, well, then those are just the people that we don't need watching the show and, right. and listening to the show. And that's just what it is. But I do feel like we got a lot of people now that enjoy the talking piece and enjoy podcasting in general. I mean, I mean, dude, there's people out there. I mean, that, you know, hit us up all the time about the different topics, you know, and, and enjoy everything that, that we're bringing to the table. So, you know, shout out to those people. Yeah. I just, I had to get it off my chest. Nah, we you rock know? with that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's gonna, like, I'll never do it again. Like, I will. Might. I just need a moment. Yeah. I need a moment. I think sometimes everybody needs a, a, a moment to kind of sit back, relax, and, and just kind of see what they truly want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But I have so another... Uh, what you got? you want to finish your thought? Nope. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say to shift gears okay lighten things up a little all right i saw a video that was actually i saw it from lex miss lexi charday from fart talk my girl holla um farts go listen to that um she showed me a tiktok video and I don't know if I could like play it here for you guys somehow or like maybe show you guys my phone with it. 
Um, really if funny. you send it to me, I could play. I could no wait. No, I sent I it to you, but I I don't know. It's it's kind of funny. Maybe I'll try. Let me know if it works, and if it doesn't, then I'll just like explain it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but hold up, hold on a second. You got away. Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna show them? I'm going to try. Hold on. Okay. Right. So maybe I'll put my microphone to it somehow. Can you guys see my screen? Oh, that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, Play it. Okay. Play hold it. on. I'm going to try. Are you showing my DM? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just. Go follow me, everybody. Yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> okay. So I sent Jimmy this, and the question says, guys, do you want girls to fart in front of you? Do you hear me? Do you guys want girls to fart in front of you? So, hi. Do you want a girl that you're like interested in seeing to fart around you? Yes, absolutely. Especially this day and age with artificial intelligence. I got to make sure you ain't Siri or Alexa trying to get me for nut. So what I'm saying is, does that ass come with gas? <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> Make it two or get the boot. Let it rip. <laughs> or take a trip. <laughs> we can't make art if you don't fart, baby. <laughs> Let that booty sing. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. That is so, so funny. I died. I fucking died. His whoa, voice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that. You know, we don't use that kind of language. Go ahead. Oh, we, I use that kind of language. I died. Oh my I thought it was hilarious. But it brought up the other thing, which is queefing. So, um, I have heard before that men enjoy that happening because it makes them feel like like I beat that shit up like I did that you know what I mean like because essentially what that comes from is like when you're in a certain position and like you're getting pumped like you're literally allowing air to get pushed into you like that like yeah which it's the doggy there, style position that it's the doggy style up, position yeah. that does that. And the thing too about that is sometimes it's like it could get uncomfortable if you like if you're pumping way too much shit in there, like we could only hope that shit comes out. Like I don't you know what I mean? But I asked, like, how do men feel about that? I asked for that as a poll because yeah. I really am genuinely curious. Let's hear some of the responses. Let's hear some of the responses. All right. How do men feel about queefing? Stella, go. One says, we don't give a fuck. If we get to hear it, that means we're smashing and life is good. Another one said, if it's one time, all right. Consistent, damn. (laughs) Somebody said, I don't mind it. But as a younger man, I was like, what the fuck is this? Somebody oh, that, else. That was mine. That was mine. <laughs> I didn't well, want to yeah. out you like that, but okay. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I out myself on a pod every that's week. Right. <laughs> Another man said, "Loud and proud, boo boo." 
Um, another one said it's part of the game. Make it fun as long as they don't stink. How would it stink? That's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you might want her to go cop See a that. Doctor. Yeah. Get some of that summer's eve. Yeah. Uh, no, that's worse for you. That's really oh, bad for you. Right. Ladies, do not use that shit. Um, somebody else said, not a big deal. I mean, we're grown adults having sex. It happens. Another man said, it's natural. I've always tried to not make a big deal out of it. If you think about it, it's our fault. Thank you, sir, for owning that. That is true. It is. It is the guy's fault. And then another one says, who cares? Half the time it's the guy's fault for pulling it out and putting it back in. Yes, that's true. But there is one person who said, no, thanks. I'm not with it. And that's a younger guy that's saying that. So maybe that's what it is. It's like younger men are like. It's like foreign. You're like, like, what is that? Like, did you fart? Because it sounds like a fart. Right. Mm -hmm. And then. I asked the women how they feel about it. And women are like, I think it's because for me, like the, I remember the first time that happened, mm-hmm. I was mortified and every, and, and for a long time, every time that happened, I yeah. felt like embarrassed, like shamed. Like yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is that? Like how and what, you know, mm-hmm. now that I'm 36 years old, like I get it. Um, but at that time, it you know, so, I didn't. So, so the younger people aren't down with the queef. Older people are like, I understand what that is. Or whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. So one woman said her boyfriend laughs and it's mortifying to her. <laughs> um, He's like, damn, babe, chill. Another woman said it's natural and you can either ignore it or laugh it off. And then another woman said it always makes me laugh. Like, what the fuck? Another woman said it's normal and a nor- another woman said it's embarrassing, but when you're with the right partner, they get it and it means they hitting it right. <laughs> I mean, it could mean that you're it hitting could it mean right. That. Yeah. It could mean a lot of different things. You know yeah. what it, that brings to mind is um, during a slide through episode, our, our most recent one with Sonia Maya, she was talking about how women do something called ballooning. It's when the vaginal hole um, kind of opens up more when she's very horny. And I oh, wonder I... if that has something to do with it when the woman is on her way to orgasming, she, her vagina is maybe opening up a little more, which in that time of opening, like there's more air going inside of it potentially. Well, and maybe that's why it's called ballooning. No, it's whenever a woman is aroused, mm-hmm. her vagina opens up up to two inches imagine if it didn't do that like if it didn't do two that inches? two inches that's like two of this part of your finger that's like that's like yeah that. yeah so that women's vaginas open up when they're aroused and that's a good thing because if it didn't sex would be incredibly painful for a woman mm-hmm. um And when it is like that and you are in certain positions, like not ever fucking like, like, you know how some guys will come in at a certain angle. So they're like putting pressure like down on a certain part. So it might leave some space for some shit to get in there. But mostly that happens if you're like pulling it all the way out and putting it all the way back in. If right. it's consistently in there, I think that it happens less. 
Um, so. Could we talk about blue lip again? Because um, uh, I think our, our Monday live listeners would love to hear about the blue lip and blue balls. So when men don't ejaculate, they get blue balls. Um, when we don't get ours, she said it's called blue lipping it, even though it's not like a physiological thing. Um, it does when we don't have an orgasm from sex, like uh-huh. I, I know I get like incredibly aggravated. Like, like does it I'm, hurt on there though? Like, do you no, like it doesn't physically it doesn't physically hurt, mm-hmm. but like it um it it's not it's not uncomfortable it doesn't hurt but it knows something ain't right like it it's like like what the fuck like and yeah. i think that that translates like into our attitude like and mm-hmm. we'll try to be nice because we're conditioned to like to be more focused on our man orgasming rather than ourselves. Right. Yeah. So we'll be like, Oh, it's okay. Like it's not okay. I haven't experienced blue balls in so long that I forgot what it's actually, what it actually feels like. I honestly feel like when I was breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and when you're super engorged, but you can't like, breastfeed your child or pump that the pain that I experienced from that, I feel like that would be close to what men feel like with blue balls. Yeah, man. Like seriously, it's been so long, but if I, if I had to remember like, it was just, it was like a, it wasn't like a pain that lasted. It was just like more of a frustration, like, man, like I wanted to get it in and she's not with it. It was more of like a teenage thing, you know? Yeah. And you're like with a chick and you're trying to get well, it I in. Mean, but, at this age, know. just go fucking jerk off, you know, take care of it. Yeah. But I mean, that's the other thing, like for women, like if I don't get mine, like mm-hmm. I'm not just going to like roll over and be done. Like I'm going to roll over. I'm going to handle that shit myself right in front of you or, or whatever. Like, Hey, yo, you know, it would be tight if we uh, open the phone line for any possible people. I mean, yeah, let's do it. it. We could talk about maybe stories of times they got blue balls (laughs) or blue lips. lips. I mean, I hope there's women who are watching this because I feel like it's always all men. (laughs) Where are my sisters? (laughs) Sisters from other misters. Yes. Um. But yeah, I asked the people. That's what they had to say. I'm glad finally more women responded because before the podcast, um, it was only one person. And I was like, damn, you hoes are whack as fuck. Like, how come y'all don't answer shit? You know, but I get it. Like, it's an embarrassing thing. And even though even me, who I feel like I'm very open minded, I'm very like, comfortable with my body for the most part like mm-hmm. what's like, up with that calendar by the way oh yeah that calendar so if you guys do still want a stella bella calendar will there be um, feet involved it will show my feet but it will not be foot focused um yeah. 
If y'all still want that, I actually have made some moves into um, the production of that. And um, I'm thinking timeline-wise, you can pre-order maybe in September, maybe September. And then I will be distributing them in November so that you can have them for December and for all of next year. Um, yeah. So if you guys would like that, let me know because honestly it's going to cost a lot of money. So I don't want to do it and then go even further in the hole than I have with pedicures, to be honest. Maybe we could do, um, we could set up a pre-order thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I want to do, but I'm not going to do it until it's like I got all the pictures because it's going to take a. First of all, I'm working out again, finally getting my ass fucking right ish ish. Because um, I do enjoy being slightly thick. You know, I used to be pretty ripped. Um, yeah, I was like two sizes smaller. But. Yeah, that, and that's kind of like where I'm at, and I'm comfortable with that. Like, I'm good. Um, but I will look better. I will look slightly better, less flabby. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to take a while to to create it and then um, get it all edited and, and pretty and, and printed and all that shit. So um, hopefully I'm not wasting time and money. We fought. We will find watch, out. Did anybody watch Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders? By the way, anybody watched uh, Canelo fight over I the didn't. weekend? I did not. You know, you know, I love to talk about fighting around this time of the podcast. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to watch it, and I was actually supposed to go to a friend's house to watch it, but then I didn't. So, oh word, word! It was a good one. It was a good one. Canelo whooped that ass. I figured he would. You know, he I I knocked the guy's eyeball out. <laughs> My hair doesn't look as red on this camera and in this mm-hmm. setting, but like if I step outside, my hair is like orange as shit. So, um, mm. yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a good fight. Well, it was. It was what I liked about it was that it was like a live event, and it had like it had like seventy three thousand people inside the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and I was like. Okay, COVID does not exist in Texas no more. COVID's over in Texas and in Florida. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. I want to go to Texas. That's why, you know, the gods punish them with hurricanes and a fucking oh, winter wow. storm. Is that right? <laughs> because everybody's not, in Texas right now. They're like, okay. They're not. <laughs> I know. I mean, no shade, but also shade. Um, No shade, but also shade. A little bit of shade. A little bit of shade, because I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like y'all aren't the brightest crayons in the box. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but Canelo Canelo almost knocked the guy's eyeball out, though. I heard that he shattered an eye socket or something. Yeah, he did. Like, And you've seen it, like, the, the effects of it, like, immediately afterwards. Like, his dude's eye was, like, shut completely, right, like, immediately afterwards. And Canelo started, you know, kind of hyping up the crowd, like, telling everybody, come on, you know. And the crowd was just roaring. I mean, 73,000 people, you know, you can only imagine. And, of course, it's all pro-Canelo crowd, 
right so just the event in general it was good to see an event like that honestly well i mean aside from like the thought of all the potential covid cases that are coming from a crowd of seventy three thousand people that close together um i mean just to see like a live event like that again and then they had they had that grammy nominated or grammy winning artist that the, the young chick aguilar I, I can't recall her uh her first name right now, but she's like a young, like 17 year old singer chick. She uh, reminds me of like a young Selena or something like that. And, you know, she came performed alongside um, some, some, some other uh, Mexican artists. And it was just a, a cool event, man. And Canelo went out, performed and shattered the guy's eye socket. So, I mean, that guy was trying to get out of the fight too, huh? What I, what I, yeah, well, he was trying to get like a bigger ring, like a bigger ring than he's ever fought in before. And he was saying that Canelo and his crew, they were trying to pretty much take away his legs because he's a fighter that moves around a lot. And he said, no, I want to, you know, a 22 foot ring and so everybody was like oh he's just looking for excuses or whatnot yeah and uh so he finally got what he wanted canelo was like i don't care like i'll fight in any size ring yeah like like dude he might have been trying to get out of the fight but after canelo did that to his eye he just all out his corner said no he's not going back out there so they called the fight off or not off but you know he basically his corner basically threw in a towel for him at that point so it was a tko stoppage victory for canelo so shout out to canelo uh mexican warrior best boxer in the world right now so definitely not jake paul and logan paul but we spoke about that before we have oh my god that meme with sam jackson (laughs) oh oh yeah that was funny huh when 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 he took floyd's hat what's floyd got going on upstairs I don't think he was expecting to lose his hat. I mean, obviously men wear hats when they don't want to do their hair or when they're having some shit going on, but that looked like some gray and some balding. Yeah, he was definitely embarrassed and he wanted to really whoop on Jake after that. Yeah, for sure. And whether it was I it was very convincing if it was just a show, to be honest. Well, I mean, Jake He looked he, mad, mad. He did plan it. Jake did plan it though. And he Jake even did it, a TikTok. Did Floyd plan it? No, Floyd didn't. Jake didn't planned know. it. He did a okay. TikTok. He said, hey, everybody. Like he, he did like a little whispering TikTok. Hey, everybody, I'm going to go and take Floyd's hat. We're going to see what happens. And then he did it, and Floyd was hot, man. He wanted to know. these white boys just punched him get their too, ass whipped. Yeah. He punched him, too. And though you can't really see it on the camera, you can hear it. You can hear the thook, you know? And you can see Floyd kind of move his hand real fast. I mean, obviously, Floyd, he can punch real fast and i think he did it in a way where he knew the bodyguard was covering the camera that was filming him at the moment so i think he knew what he was doing and he gave jake paul a black eye so yeah man and then and then they try to say that the the bodyguard did it but it was probably floyd obviously right and it was it was probably well deserved so whatever whatever i don't know I mean, obviously, the guy knows what to do to get views and money. Yeah. But I mean, at some point, you have to, like, be respectable. You know, like, I don't feel like I would. I don't know. I don't know that I could, like I said, like, compromise my integrity for a payday. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, they say you're showing that you're showing that tonight, you know, by uh by no foot cam, you're not compromising integrity, right? Right. Right. 
I mean, yeah. it was it was getting kind of like not not lining with my values, like I said. So I need to I need to take a break from that and chill. Not that women that do show their feet, you know. It, it's no. I mean, everybody's different, but I yeah. am putting myself out here like that, and mm-hmm. and I was receiving, you know, mixed things. And I'm I, I like if you guys follow and watch and and comment and read the comments, like you know, there has been like gnarly abusive comments in there, and I'm just like I'm good. I'm just gonna chill off that right now. Right. So. But we, hey, we, we have a good collection of people that got blocked, though. <laughs> we do. We do. Shout out to the people living inside the SFC blockage area. <laughs> Coming up I with their dozen new accounts. Yep. How do, you, how do you have so much time to make so many different accounts? I mean, fake wow. accounts like that. Like, if there's like Don't a purpose a different behind that email account? for each one of them? I think so. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, like there must be like an unlimited amount of storage in all of these clouds, all the uh, iClouds and whatever different clouds there are out there, the Amazon clouds and whatever. Yeah. I mean, think about the amount of footage that's on YouTube, right? Or the the amount of video content that's on YouTube. Like think about our channel in general. Every single podcast we have a video to there is an hour or two hours worth of of content, right? Yeah. Just think, and, and, and it's, it's like one, two, three it. gigabytes. It's like yeah. one up to three gigabytes of of storage space, right? And it's in some kind of cloud. Like where where are these cloud facilities? There's got to be like huge football size facilities, right? With just nothing but everybody's information. That's kind of scary, actually, because That's there's so one scary. out here in Vegas. And it is called, can't think of the name right now, but there's, it's basically like a cloud storage facility. It's heavily guarded. They got gates that, you know, got the spikes at the top and everything. And I Googled it one day and this cloud storage facility has everybody's Facebook information, doctor information, like everything that the doctors type in at the hospital. I'm like, they all use like an online thing now instead of paper. Right. So like, it's, it's our medical charts are somewhere on the internet ready to be hacked. Like it is. And it's probably already on the dark web. Yeah. Everybody's medical information is probably on the dark Everybody web. Everybody knows for a price. when you've had an STD, your blood pressure, your whatever the fuck. Like it's right there. Hey, speaking of that, like everybody's showing their uh their vax cards like what's up with showing your std cards everybody yep. <laughs> let's see it let's see you think see people it. are ready to do that or what i don't know nobody's ready for that i can i can honestly say i'm part of the crew that has never had one you and never i am had an std no and i'm really really oh, really grateful i know <sighs> there are many times where i was like afraid i i wasn't i'm like a hypochondriac so mm-hmm. like any little thing that's like different or whatever like yeah like fucking freaks me out so like this might be tmi but i don't know if anybody else struggles with it so fuck it i'm gonna say it um pubes suck <laughs> pubes pubes suck Why do um pubes suck 
Okay, so I've been shaving my, I've been, you know, taking care of that since they first started growing. Like, you never had a bush? No. Mm. Only time I had a slight bush was when I was pregnant and I couldn't see my fucking vagina to like shave it. It was really hard for me to do that. All right. So, and I have really like thick hair. Like my hair is very strong and very thick and like down there as well. Um, and so when my hair grows back, it's very like sharp. And I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but it's so sharp that it literally like fucking, I feel like stabs me and it hurts so bad. So I try to keep it like from doing that. Right. right. And so like what, like a month and a half ago, I went and got like a Brazilian wax for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt like all hell, like all hell. But it was so nice to not have to shave for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. It was really, really nice. And now that it's starting to grow back, Mm -hmm. it's not even fully growing back. It's like in slight, it's very scarce and patchy. But the little patches that are growing back stab the fucking shit out of me. So I'm like waiting for it to get to the length so that I could go and get it waxed again, right? And hopefully just rid myself of this shit that like drives me crazy because when it starts to stab me, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what if I have something going on down there? And then I shave and then I feel better. And I'm what like, oh, it was just my I'm, hair. <laughs> where did, how did this come An up? An STD conversation. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so what I've never, I've never well, I've never had an STD, <laughs> okay. but when my fucking hair, like, stabs me or cuts me and it causes like an irritation like razor burn or some shit like i always like freak out and i'm like do i have an std like do you think do you think people that have stds are nasty no i just think they got you know unlucky they fucked with the wrong person <laughs> yeah you know like it's you okay like would person. you would you talk to somebody who has had an std before like like let's say like I we were able to like see all this information before talking to somebody new right and it showed okay this person had chlamydia five years ago would you still talk to this person i mean i would talk to this person but like i would want to make sure they don't have chlamydia before i have sex with them right you know well, what i mean like, i mean chlamydia is something that goes away right? yeah like, i i mean there's there's these all these other questions right like i think i think the thing is like people can live long full lives with like hiv now right there's like medication like you can have a relationship with someone who has hiv because if they're taking like that antiviral like medication right like yeah you can have sex with them and hopefully not catch it Mm-hmm. Everybody knows condoms don't always protect you from everything. You can catch herpes, you can catch HPV, and all these things, even if you wear condoms. Like, the only guarantee is if you don't have sex, you don't get, you know, mm-hmm. fucking STDs. Now, if somebody like I have had a guy who. I, you know, was starting to kind of like talk to, like I 
kissed him a couple of times. No, but like we, one time we were like making out after like watching a movie in his bed. Mm -hmm. And he disclosed to me that he had herpes. (laughs) And which I appreciate. I appreciate that he like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to appreciate the honesty. What a terrible time to disclose that you have herpes. Right. But I think it's because (laughs) he wanted me to know in case it went further, like what that risk was. Right. Yeah. 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 And doesn't kissing somebody with herpes give you herpes though? No, because you don't not genital herpes and oral herpes are two different things. Okay. Like actually half of the world has oral herpes. That's why canker scores happen. Right. Yeah. Like, like uh, fever blisters, like shit Mm -hmm. like that. Like, and most people have them and you get that from like, Maybe your parents have it and don't know that they have it and they share a drink with you when you're a kid. There you go. Like sharing drinks with friends at school and things like that. Like people are just passing that shit left and right and they don't know that they have it because there are some people who don't ever get a a sore or a blister, Mm -hmm. but test positive for oral herpes. So, you know, there's that. But... Even even if you don't have a breakout with mm-hmm. herpes, like you're not actively like there's not something actually happening on there. And yeah. if you wear a condom, you could still catch it like it's these are just the fucking facts and it sucks. So I, I do really appreciate that that guy disclosed that to me. Um, now, do I feel like an asshole because I kind of was like, OK. like (laughs) didn't pursue that any further abstinence and part of that is i'm not trying to get a permanent disease from somebody that i'm probably temporarily fucking with a permanent disease for a temporary pleasure right like it's it's not worth it it's not worth it to me um You know, so so there's that. I always said, though, if a motherfucker gives me something permanent like that, we're getting mm-hmm. married. Like, oh, we're man. getting married. And- there you go, fellas. If you want to marry Stella, <laughs> seduce her, freak her, and give her an STD. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> because if you give me some shit like that and, like, now I can't go be with someone else because, obviously, like, like I would probably never have sex again. I don't know. I, I'm just crazy like that. Um, yeah, it would totally suck to have. Um, I would something. go into a gnarly depression. Like there's I a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, homosexuals that that live with that, and you know, and, and straight uh, people. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's more common in in that community, though, is it not? I don't know. I don't think that that's true. No. I mean, I think that was just the stigma. Like, that's that how, a stigma or is that a fact? Yeah. Well, no, because there was the whole like AIDS epidemic, right? In the 80s. But that was that was broadcasted in made, um, mainstream media specifically mm-hmm. to like, in a way to like hurt the, the gay community. Like, mm-hmm. mm, because. Okay. Because, you know, being gay is a sin or whatever the fuck, you know, like that was just how they pushed that to like make it 
make people fucking hate them. Like, really? Okay. And, and so on. And no, it's not just like a, a majority gay people have, like, a lot of people get it from anybody, by the way. No, a lot of people get it from intravenous drug use. Mm-hmm. Like sharing needles right. and shit like that. And needles, yeah, that that's a you fact. Know, rape. Okay. Um, it can be passed through breast milk. So if the really? mom has it and she breastfeeds her child and she maybe doesn't know she has it, which there's no, I don't know that that could possibly happen because when you're pregnant, they test you mm-hmm. for that shit like a few times. Um, because they and they test you for these things to make sure that when the baby's born, like. Like they know how to handle that. Um, right. But yeah, through breast milk or, you know, obviously, you know, either vaginal secretions or, you know, male ejaculation, but it's easier to get it either through the intravenous drug use um, or um, through anal sex because that's like a direct, like. Well, see, that's why for, I, I for the was blood under the screen. impression that that community is more susceptible to it because it's but, more anal going on. No, so, but it's not true though. That might be the way that the only way that they like can penetrate each other. But I mean, a lot of heterosexual couples have anal sex. Mm. So you, yeah, I mean, maybe possibly not. Maybe it happens. I feel like it, it's we definitely have this a conversation. minority. A lot of people, of people have, have anal sex. sex. No, it's, I don't even think it's a minority. I think it's, do way you? more. I think it's way I bet, more. Common. I bet you if I bet you if we had ten people in the room and everybody was just completely honest, I bet you there wouldn't be a good majority of them that did it. Literally, almost it might have been every, like once or twice, but not like normally. With almost every guy I've ever had sex with has wanted to put it in my ass. But did he? I wouldn't let him. <laughs> Exactly my I point. I don't get down Most like that. people, that's not the what the point is. If like. a man can, he fucking will. And that's why that's why people have issues with um, men and women being friends because if he is given the opportunity to fuck you, he'll take it. If he's given the opportunity to put it in your ass, he'll put it in your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like. That so that's why it, it's really like harmful to to say that it's a gay disease or it mostly happens to gay people. You know what I mean? Because it's right. it's just so. Well, just to be clear, untrue. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying I thought that was like an actual fact. Right. You know. So. I, Ag- Agnetha says I watched a movie once where a guy let a stripper rub her butt on his face, and Seth Rogen says. That's, That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So if you get pink eye, we're gonna automatically think that you went to the strip club and let a stripper you had around an ass in your face, or uh, somebody farted on your pillow. I've seen some horrific activities from the male species at the strip club. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and and some of those strippers would do it on purpose. All right, so Uber story from Daddy Goods, everybody, because I know Uber you all know I, it's that time. Yeah. So all right, one night I was giving a ride to a chick, and this was years ago, right? But I have so many Uber stories. I was giving a ride to a chick one night, stripper. I would give strippers rides quite often, and they would tell me a lot of interesting stories. And this one night, this chick gets in the car and she's 
like, oh my gosh, guys were just tripping tonight and they were just just out of pocket. And I'm so glad I did what I did. I ate a whole bunch of tacos before I went to work. I took multiple shits in the bathroom and my ass was just, I barely even wiped my ass and guys just kept on telling me they wanted to eat my, my butt. And I was just rubbing my face all in there, rubbing, rubbing her ass, just all in their faces. And she was telling me how she took multiple shits. So a lot of these guys were eating this chick's booty and she had feces probably still on her butt so guys watch out when you go to these strip clubs because these strippers they might have (laughs) (laughs) oh my god they might have some some uh some feces left on their butt so don't be eating butts at strip clubs gentlemen okay no grocery Uh shopping at the strip club all right that's that's rule that's like rule number five in the what not to do at a strip club handbook rule number one is don't go to the atm at the strip club because the fee is like thirty dollars rule number two don't drink too much at the strip club rule number three don't go to the strip club with any credit cards don't go to the strip club with too much cash rule number four uh, don't try to put your dick in any of the strippers because they all will probably, uh, I don't know. Just don't try to do it. Um, and number five is don't be grocery shopping at the strip club. So I had to just repeat that to you all. As a matter of fact, if you all want the, what not to do at a strip club handbook, let me know because I could give you the daddy goods one-on-one what not to do at a strip club. not that i have just all the experience in the world but i think i could help a little bit is all i'm saying i live in vegas everybody you should okay. uh you should create um a little tiktok of your rules of what not to hey, do. hey tell me that off air because um, now there's like a whole bunch of people doing it yeah okay? i'm gonna do it like right after this because i know I'm going to do it. So if any of you take that idea, then I'm going to be so upset. Stella, you're not supposed to be telling ideas like that live on the pod. Golly, man. That could be like my first viral video on TikTok. <laughs> Daddy Goods, everybody. Follow me on TikTok. And well, Instagram, by the way. That is fucking foul as hell. What, like eating I could never. Trip I know. Guys do a lot at the strip club. They'll do anything. They'll try to pay for sex at the strip club. And then chicks will like take them to the back room and then not do it. Then they'll pretty much take their money. Like, mother effer, you shouldn't have even thought that I was about that life. Chicks do that a lot at the strip club too. I'm a pretty clean person. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I think there's even a chance that I might do something with somebody mm-hmm. like yeah. I will make sure that the area is clean before I leave the house. Like there's like, you. there's no way I could ever like I could have showered earlier and I'll still just give it a quick, you know, because yeah. there you go. I, I, that, you. that is disgusting. It is totally disgusting. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I mean, nobody wants to smell booty, so let alone eat booty. With I don't know. There's probably somebody out there who There's some guys that like to eat booty. I mean, there might be some guys that like the taste, though. And the smell. Could be a fetish. It's probably a fetish. fetish. And don't get any ideas, people. I'm not going to be showing my ass like that on fucking YouTube. (laughs) 
Oh, wait, wait. For those fetishes. You're the one that always talks. You know what? As I much as you talk nice about foot. your butt, you've never showed it on on uh, uh-uh. the podcast. I don't be showing my ass like that. It's only the feet. Not even on Instagram, really. Like, there is one picture of my butt on my Instagram because I thought it was like a pretty like a, cute picture because it has yeah. like the beach and like a can of right. Pacifico on it. Like, right. like I didn't think it was too like sexual, you know. So. Because mm-hmm. I really don't like that kind of attention. Like, uh, I, it's not something that I enjoy. Like, it, I don't know. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. No shade to chicks who are out there putting. The, I'm. I probably would have hella followers, but like, it's just not worth it to me. Like, I don't need ten thousand followers if nine thousand of them are like fucking perverts. You know, like I, I don't need it. I don't want it. Like, I'm good. Look at you. All I'm the good. values and morals. I'm I try. Let's as of right now, that's where I stand. Look, so. at, look at you. Women, you got you got somebody who uh you can like uh look up to kind of right there. Kind of. Notice I say kind of. Oh. <sighs> I'm not a role model, a little bit. but <laughs> but yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Word. I'm with that. Do you see that? Do you see that video? It was like a TikTok of like a taco out of a Big Mac, or or not out of a Big Mac, but it was like a taco made with like Big Mac like ingredients. What do you think about that? You think that looks good or what? McDonald's is delicious, ain't it? I hate McDonald's. <laughs> I think it's disgusting. Like I don't even think you could get like a Coca Cola or a Dr Pepper from McDonald's without it tasting like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking weird to me. Like, why does everything you have to taste like, like, like the French uh, fries? Like funky. <laughs> like French fries aren't good to me. Like I remember when I was younger, like a teenager, like I thought that was mm-hmm. so good. I thought their French fries were the best. I had them recently because Top three fast food fries. You know, full disclosure on our road trip, mine and my kids. Um by the time we got to, you know, civilization that had, you know, food, the fast food place there was McDonald's. And I was like, oh, like my kids are still kids who don't always get to eat that shit. So it's exciting mm-hmm. for them. Right. So I ordered a chicken nugget meal and I ate like four of chicken the nuggets. Nugget. And I was like grossed out. I couldn't eat anymore, but I was like nauseous, hungry. So like I needed something. I should have just stopped at a fucking gas station and gotten some like trail mix or something, honestly, because that show was fucking gross. Um, and I ate some of the fries and they just like didn't taste good to me. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? So you had such a bad experience at McDonald's. I, mean- I always I I don't like it. I didn't eat it for like six years. Like. Like, I I don't go there. I think it's disgusting poison. Like, I'm not a fan. I, when I was vegan for, like, a couple of years, I mm-hmm. went on a road trip with my friend Kristen, and we literally drove, like, 40 minutes off the freeway to go to, like, a Chipotle so that I could eat something oh, that wasn't, Chipotle. like... You know McDonald's owns Chipotle, though? I'm sure they do, but, like, because... Chipotle had like um, the sofritas, the fucking tofu. Mm-hmm. So like I always get like a bowl of rice with beans and the tofu. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and like lettuce and walk. Um, and that's like, to me, like that's more acceptable fast food than McDonald's. Does that make sense? Like I feel like you're saying a lesser of the two evils. So they probably use all the same preservatives and foul. I'm stuff. sure they do, but like it just it tastes better. <laughs> and there's some green on there, so it like makes me feel, feel slightly it. better. Like the salad at McDonald's, ain't that something? They don't have salads at McDonald's. No, they. So you know how like a lot of restaurants and fast food chains they they alter their menu uh, for COVID. I guess like whatever is like the best selling. Maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but they got rid of the salad at McDonald's. That's and a lot of a lot of fast food restaurants did actually. They got rid of their their healthy menu. It's kind of crazy, right? They got you wearing masks. They got you in, in, inhaling yeah, your own. Yeah, but they're fucking pumping own. you with chemicals and bad food. Like, oh, my goodness. It's so ass. Out to get you, everybody. Yep. Yeah. Here, yeah. don't catch COVID, but get some of this diabetes and heart disease. Like, let's to, get it. I have to pee so bad right now, and it's a live pod. Normally, I would hold it, but I'm about to you... run to the bathroom, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Everybody want to party? I got, I, got, I got to be. I am trying to be a professional. I'm going to be quick. I promise. I would sing for you, but then you guys will probably cancel me for sure. I'm alone. want to talk to you about diabetes. You guys remember that? <laughs> Who watched the man show? Who remembers the man show? Let me know. Nobody? Nobody watched the man show? Back in the day, Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla. No? Well, that's interesting. Um, so basically, they had a show and they, like, I can't believe they're not, like, canceled for this now, like, in retrospect. Because <laughs> I remember Jimmy Kimmel would dress up like Carl Malone <clears throat> and, like, makeup and, like you know, so whatever it is that they used. Um, that was a different time though. You could never get away with that stuff today. Like, and he would play Carl Malone and be like, Carl Malone, want to talk to you about diabetes. Do you remember the man show, Jimmy? Um, I never watched it. I never watched it. And they'd always end with like girls jumping on trampolines because you know when they jump, they're it was Adam Carolla, right? Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. Right, Adam Carolla, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that sounds like a good duo. My dad, my dad loved that show. Like, so we watched it all the time. It was a talk show, right? Kind of. It, It was kind of like that, but and then. Um, so yeah, because Royce wrote diabetes like that, and it made me think mm-hmm. about how Jimmy Kimmel would do that skit as Carl Malone. And it's like now, like 20 years later, that would not be that would not fly because that's like that's like that's blackface, that's like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, like 
Right. Like that shit would just not fly. Oh man. Uh, yeah, blackface in in Tropical Thunder that would not fly today. I mean, that, I thought that the no way, no shot. Like, I thought it was a good movie, and at that Whoever time, I thought it was like, oh my god, he's great, you know. But like mm-hmm. now, I look back and I'm like, that was super racist. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about funny, that. You know, come on, guys. I mean, you guys know, you know, so I think he did catch some heat about that, too, if I remember correctly. Um, hey, hey, but a hey, low key, though, or high key Dave Chappelle and in the, in the Chappelle show doing doing uh, like <laughs> like white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> that was so funny. And then his head blew up when when he found out. Oh wait, yeah. who's no no all all the people head blew up when he took off his his hood and uh and they saw you know, he was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> that was a different the, time. The milkman skits were heck of funny too. I remember when he was the milkman and it was like oh yeah, I, I can't say that on here. Actually. Well Zumbo, Chappelle. I Chappelle show, yeah. Zumbo, I I I've heard that as well. And so like that's where we get into this like weird territory. Like, like it's always, I think it's a, t- a conversation or a topic. Like, like there's always a debate or divide, like, and, and it happens in like the Latin community and all these other communities. Like some people are mad about it. And like some people like have a sense of humor about it. And like, it's like a weird place to like, to be, to be right like it's hard to say like because when i first saw that movie i thought it was fucking hilarious i thought he did a really good job i think they all did a good job you know like ben um ben stiller caught shit for like he was didn't he play a guy who had like mental like like i don't Uh, like to say the r word yeah simple dan um so like but like I said, it was a completely like different time and like shit that they got away with. then. There, there's no way I think if they did something like that today, like that would not fly. Gary, you know? we see your comment. Don't worry. We see your comment. <laughs> yeah, Gary, we see you, dude. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, it was just. And Dave Chappelle, oh my fucking God, like. He pushed all the boundaries, you know, like I loved the racial draft. Like that shit was fucking hilarious to me. Like that was comedic gold. Like, and, and if you think about it, like that's all, that's like, that was politically like wise beyond its time too. You know what I mean? Cause like, I I mean, everything he does, he, he's an incredibly brilliant man. I totally like, I look up to that guy, like 1000%. I don't have a lot of idols or people that I idolize. Um, but Dave Chappelle is definitely one of them. The way he explains anything. He's so good at it. He like captivates like his audience. Like he, he commands attention and he gets it and, and he keeps it. And and he's so like eloquent and articulate and like he makes I think people of all um, walks of life like listen to him, you he know. Does. Like, yeah. And, totally. and I fucking respect the shit out of that man. Yeah, 
I'm with you on that. I mean, anytime he drops anything, I I stop what I'm doing and I pay attention and I listen because he always has a great point to prove. He does. And, and, he's, and he's not wrong. Really, and he's obviously really educated on what he's yeah. talking about. He never talks from a place of ignorance. And when he no. does, you know, it's a joke. Right. I but I even I his don't. jokes now are, you know, really like well put level. together in yeah. ways that aren't even jokey, you know, right. and it still makes level. you laugh somehow. Right. He There's takes no it, other... like the most serious fucking shit. It could be quiet as hell. The room is tense. And then he'll say some shit. But then he'll like throw in a fucking like kicker in the pussy real quick. Like, and it's funny, but like it totally it's not off topic. It's not like, oh, I just need to get this in there for a kick. Like, it's part of it. Like, he's. Could you imagine yeah. if Dave Chappelle was the president? I would fucking vote for him. I would vote. For, I, I would, would vote, vote for, for Dave Chappelle in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. One thousand percent. He'd probably make the world a better place. One thousand. I mean, all the people that do won't fucking run for that position. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine every time he came up? to the to the um whatever you call it to do a speech <laughs> every time he'd walk up and do a speech it would be some kind We'd of joke thrown like in there yeah. but he would say something amazing and make a great point he'd probably like, come like, would like, her, like, <laughs> like you know like just like if oh, we're I'm gonna sorry. have a celebrity as a president we gotta have dave Chappelle. i think he is the most qualified for that position as a celebrity president because he makes sense about everything he says and he he makes great points and he's very political i'd rather have dave Chappelle than the rock is what i'm saying because the rock is really talking about running for the president well i think people have been really trying to get that guy to run yeah i mean like i mean i would choose the rock over donald trump but it's like come on are we here now we're choosing we are we're fucking voting for celebrities as president now. arnold is going to run for president too who arnold arnold schwartz yeah. shut the fuck up not uh and then we yeah, got Caitlyn Jenner running for governor in california like fucking bro come on no we're, we're living in those times right now literally it's, watch the next presidential Watch the next stop. presidential election. There's going to be some celebrities in there. They got to Because stop. they know now that celebrities can successfully do it because of all the social media and the influence that they have. Well, that's exactly what it is. They've gained a following. They have people on their fucking dumbasses who don't do shit all day, but fucking troll at the internet and Instagram. The people who need to have it limited. And gassing them up on some shit. And it's like, that doesn't make you qualified to be the fucking governor. It doesn't make you qualified to be the president. Like, cut the shit. Yeah, Royce. Hey, hey, Royce said he even got Comedy Central to finally pay him his I money know. for the Chappelle show. I know. Real now fun. I'll actually watch it because I, I felt bad when I was watching it when it was available, and then I watched his little special thing where he talked about how like he was been asking them to take it down because he's not getting paid for it, and then right. once he started getting paid for it, then Netflix put it back. And mm-hmm. um, now I don't feel guilty about watching it. So, oh, the Chappelle show is on Netflix again. I think so. Yeah, it's on uh, HBO Max too. I'm about so. to I'm about to go watch it tonight. Yeah. I got yeah. HBO Max for cool. like another two weeks, so I'm trying to utilize that HBO Max as much as possible That's and watch funny. as much as I could. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Netflix for listening to him for sure. 
Shout out to the powers that be. Shout out to Dave Chappelle if you're listening and you're you're down. Hey, and if you are listening, please just we would. I'm gonna throw that out there into the universe. Gonna put that out into the universe, like. Oh yeah, we're gonna be on Joe Rogan too, everybody. Just uh, Joe Rogan, holler. Uh, existing in a future and visiting yep. a president, uh, a president, <laughs> present, right? <laughs> Exist. Oh, but possibly Dave Chappelle. Yeah. 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 One so that's what we're days. doing. We're we're coming for the big leagues. Big leagues, here we come. I'm even down to get roasted by Andrew Schultz. That's fine. I'm down with Andrew Schultz. Yeah, for, for sure. Well, everybody. It's been such a fun night, such a fun time, and we appreciate everybody coming through Monday Night Live, and we appreciate everybody who uh, enjoys the, the topics and are here for the podcast, you know what I'm saying, not just the foot cam, so shout out to you all. I think it's that time of the night, though, y'all. We appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to episode 66. And, uh, yeah. I think. <laughs>